Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hey everybody, welcome. Oh my God, it's good to be back here on the Art of Relationships radio show. People, remember, dial me up. I want to hear your questions this evening at 313-614-9498. And I repeat, phone number is... 313-614-9498. I am your host, Greg Dzinski. As you heard, licensed professional counselor, relationship sex specialist in downtown Detroit, Michigan. And we are live. So hit me up. Give me a call. You can join us on the live chat as well if you're using... The Spreaker app, <clears throat> excuse me, Spreaker app, or go to Spreaker.com and search for either my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, or the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure you check out my website at theartofrelationships.org. Hook me up on Facebook, too. Friend request me, like my page. That would be much appreciated. If you have not heard, uh, make sure to get a copy of my book available on Amazon. Uh, There's a link on the website now so you can download um, an ebook format off my website as well. Seize that total connection, achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. Hopefully we are going to have a fun show this evening. We left off. Last show was about um, sort of, um, you want to say, a little bit of a uh, laugh, uh, joking around, which I think we all need once in a while, a good laugh, and it was about sexual, or I should say embarrassing sexual experiences that people have, and it was, oh my God, it was a riot, a lot of fun, I, I needed a laugh that night. Today, we're going to follow it up, um, staying with the sexual topic, if you will, trying to hit on sexual expectations. Everybody hits on number one aspect with sexual expectation, right, is how many times a week, a day, a month, a year, whatever, that you want to have sex. But I am going to expand on that and hit on different areas about 
sexual expressions ooh, to coincide with, or maybe sexual expressions are also about hmm, other areas too, besides frequency. So I'm going to let that sink in a little bit and maybe, you know, what sexual expectations do you have to enhance your relationship or marriage, right? You know, what are the expectations? Do you ever talk about it? A lot of people might not even get to the point where they even talk about expectations. They talk about expectations about, you know, where we want to go for, hmm, what do we want to do? We want to go expectations about, you know, getting married, how many kids you're going to have, right? Where we're going to live. We have those expectations, right? Um, oh, you know, what we're going to have for dinner, how we're going to arrange things, who's going to pay the bills. But do you also, do you talk about your sexual expectations besides just frequency? Greg, how do you talk about it? Because we don't know what the hell they are, right? How am I supposed to know what? How many times do we want to have sex? I know how many times do we want to think we want to have sex, but you're tired. Then you start having kids. Uh, work. Maybe you work different shifts. So there's a lot of things that throw in a wrench, if you will, into the frequency aspects about sexual expectations. What other aspects? And we talked, um, I say we, like they're listening. Actually, some, some of them might be listening on the show. We're talking about, you know, what purpose does sex serve for Everybody out there, right? Everybody hits on, you know, sex. Oh, Greg, you know, do we just have sex too because we want a baby, right? Oh, my God, we're having a hard time getting pregnant. Therefore, we got a plan. You know what? We're using, I call it the thermometer technique (laughs) where, you know, you check temperature when you're, the lady is ovulating, right? Oh, we got to hurry up. Hurry up. I'm ovulating. So we, you know, doctor's research says we have to do it between, you know, 12 noon and 12 or one. And if you don't blow it in me at before, in between that time, I'll never get pregnant. It's a minute window, right? Well, maybe I only need 30 seconds. Hell yeah. (laughs) We would need to hit on the element, you know, what, Purpose. That's going to be the first expectation we're going to talk about is, you know, regarding sex. What is the purpose behind sex? And I asked this question to my human sexuality class, and they were like, um, they were a little confused. So I'm going to try to clarify these aspects. I already mentioned one. You know, are you just having sex to get pregnant and have a kid? Other than that, it's like you could care less about sex, right? When I want a kid, man, I'm horny as hell. But if I have a kid, you know what? I don't want sex anymore. I don't need it anymore. I already got a kid. Uh, you better get, you better clue your partner in on that uh, expectation big time. And if you flip that script, would that be justifications for fraud? (laughs) Would that be sexual fraud? I don't know. Something to maybe think about and contemplate, okay? Um, So 
you know, other purposes behind, you know, sexual expectations or a purpose behind your expectations regarding sexual relationship. You know, do you have sex to have fun, right? Is it fun? Is it something that, woohoo, wahoo, ooh, spank me, baby? You know, is it to have fun? Is your sexual purpose, is it about, you know, being, you know, sharing love for one another, the soulfulness. It's about getting not only the physical pleasure and physical connection with your loved one, but is it also about having an emotional, soulful connection? On numerous shows in the past, blogs of the like, I talk about, you know, the probably one of the best things you can do to have that you know, loving, emotional connection sexually is to have eyes open sex when you're able to look at each other, right? It's not about, I don't want you to, if you're doing some acrobatic mood and you're going to break your head or break your neck looking back at it one another. I don't want you to hurt yourself. But, you know, that is one way, probably a very intense way to look at um, having the loving connection, if that is your purpose um, as one of your sexual expectations. For me, I'm a guy, right? I want the physical pleasure, yeah, but I'm also, I want the love. I want the emotional, soulful connection, and I want that as well, you know? So we can tie the sexual purpose all rolled into one as far as love, connection, and feeling closer to one another. You know, is your sexual expectation that you can feel each other's heartbeat, that you can, you know, feel each other breathe with one another. What an awesome experience, right? Is that your purpose to feel close on that level? We talked about, you know, some people, you know what, I'm horny because I want a kid. Then when I have a kid or two, I'm not horny anymore. Ah, that is, like I said, I'm sorry, you need to clue your partner in. That's your sexual expectation. If not, that's fraud. And you wonder why you get divorced or break up or, unfortunately, again, never condoning, but maybe an affair happens that you feel like you got taken, man. You got, the script got sort of flipped up a little bit and... The one person you think is lying to you, right? Living a lie. Okay, so we threw out the love, connection, feeling closer, both physically and emotionally. That's what, you know, one of, I think it should be anyways. I mean, most people say it's a given. Oh, it isn't for guys, just for women. No, a lot of guys want to feel these aspects, and that's one of their sexual expectations as well is to feel close, you know, physically and emotionally, to feel loved, to feel desired. Okay, kids we talked about. What about, you know, just having fun, joking around, laugh, right? Sex, after all, kicks up oxytocin, kicks up endorphins, the body's natural painkillers. So is it a way to feel good, right? Just to have fun, free for all, woohoo! Maybe bring, this might sound sick talking about sexual expectations, but maybe it brings out the little boy or girl in you. I don't mean it in a perverted, sick, twisted way, but maybe it brings out the kid in you, the teen in you again, that you have fun with sex, right? Maybe you can laugh, joke around, 
do how many times you know it's funny how people get turned on one expectation i'm going to talk about you know about makeup sex and to get reconnected but you know how many people also get you know they want to have fun with sex they want to be able to have a tickle fight joke around you know sort of tease each other that you have fun with it and it sort of brings out the younger you out again you know would that would be awesome right how many people, you know, join me on the live chat? If you're listening on Spreaker, the Spreaker's app for free, Android and Apple devices. Also, um, you can go to the website for Spreaker.com, do a search for the show. You can join me in a live chat. Also, feel free, give me a call with your questions, comments, uh, maybe your insights that will help other listeners out there at 313 313- Six one four nine four nine eight. Okay, how many people just use sex to as an ego boost? Right? Yeah, it's like a notch in the headboard. Right? Sort of. What is it? The song with the woman? Uh, a notch in my lipstick case. Right? Yeah, ladies are out there too doing that. It's not just the guys. So do you use sex to boost your ego, to increase your self-esteem? Is that the main reason you have sex? Oops, sorry for the dead air. I needed a sip of coffee. I'm trying to stay awake here. It's been a long week already. Damn snow here in Michigan. (laughs) Um, How many people use sex as a reward aspect you know oh come here you've been a good girl good boy you know why i'm gonna throw you a bone well maybe a vagina instead (laughs) um do you use sex as a reward type aspect and that's sort of twisted whatever but these are all you know things you want to get into oh if you're nice to me i'll give you sex if you buy me this i'll give you sex you know what (laughs) If that works for you too, terrific, right? Who am I to judge? I'm just throwing these out there. Maybe for you to get connected to what purpose do you have in sex and what are your expectations? You know, do you want to feel connected? Do you even discuss these aspects with your partner, right? Are you afraid of that? Are you afraid to look at the situations that, you know what? There's no way I'm going to get connected. And, you know, it's just physical for me. You need to be able to discuss what your, you know, what your expectations are. Like I said, the first one we're touching on is your purpose for sex, to be loved, connected, feel closer. Do you use it as the main focus or expectation of sex is just to boost your ego? Yeah, I got it this much. Um, part of ego might be feeling desired, feeling craved, right? Or is it just like a, a conquest for women and men? You know what? Is that it? Yeah, I got it when I want it, and it makes you feel good. Ooh. Or is that going on the unhealthy elements? Um, to boost your ego, right? That means if you're not getting anything, how many people, women and men alike, you know, if they're not getting the sex that they want, need, desire, 
how many times, let's face it, it attacks your self-esteem, your sense of self, too, your self-worth, right? It sort of makes you feel undesirable. And that sucks. Would you want that your partner to hold that power over you? Or are you going to look at, like I mentioned on many shows, right? You know, why would you want sex from somebody that doesn't want sex or make love with you? Yuck. Okay? So, do you sex to the main purpose is to build your ego up, right? Or do you use it? Do you talk about this with your partner, with your lover, before you live together? Maybe even before you get in a serious relationship or maybe committed, do you talk about this? You know what? I need sex. Yeah, I get sex. makes me feel good. makes me feel confident, feeling desired when I get it. Yeah, I'm I'm the man, right? Or maybe I'm the woman. I feel like the sexual goddess when I you know, get this. So sexual expectations can be aligned with an ego boost too. And everybody's different. And I don't know, you know, if people are using it as a game and a power trip to control aspects or just to boost their ego, um, you probably should be tuned into that and be able to pay attention to those aspects. And why don't you be upfront about it, people? You know, if you're not, does that make you a coward when you're out there just playing a game and just, you know, like I said, boosting your own ego and you don't care about anybody else and what their, you know, maybe their feelings and their emotions are on, you know, surrounded around those aspects, okay? So... What about, ooh, what about this sexual expectation about, you know what? Our expectations, we're going to have sex because we're supposed to. We're dating. We're living together. Oh, my God, we're married, (laughs) right? And I'm supposed to because I'm your boyfriend, husband, partner, whatever. I'm your wife, whatever the situation. And this goes, it cuts across. All these sexual expectations cut across every genre, if you will, as far as sexual orientations and so forth too, right? This, these apply to heterosexual, to the gay community, lesbian community, bisexual community. Oh my God, what's their purpose, right? Ooh, you know, is it a right or wrong? It's a wrong in my eyes when you're hurting yourself, hurting somebody else, or maybe you're being... Well, maybe you're being dishonest about it and you're just out there playing games. You know what? You might as well just be honest about it. Why not? Maybe that makes it more of a game. If you're a gamer out there and just playing around sexually, it just uh, boosts your ego and everything. Why don't you be honest about it? Be man enough or woman enough to say, you know what? This is all I want. And then go from there. And then we'll see how much game you really have. You out there, you play, play. No, you, so, you know, going back on to the purpose of, you know, we're supposed to, I'm the wife, I'm supposed to have sex, right? I'm the husband, it's my husbandly, it's my manly duty to have sex, right? Um, I need to, I'm his wife, you know what, it's expected because society says it is. We're married, that's part of marriage, yeah, I'll give it up for the team. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Is that the only reason you have sex, right? Because you're supposed to. 
Um, how many people would love that? How hot is that, right? Does that get your sort of sexual juices flowing to where you, uh, right? We're having sex. Yeah, you know what? Get over here. I want to have sex with you because I'm supposed to. That's freaking hot. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, maybe people use sex as a way to make up, right? Maybe remorse and maybe, right? What about makeup sex? A lot of people out there love makeup sex. And there's some people out there, I'm pissed off, angry. I'm not in the mood for sex. Makeup sex? Yeah, he can go use his hand or she can go use her toy. I ain't touching her. I'm pissed off at her. <laughs> you know, makeup sex is a way, you know, very animalistic eh, to a point, right? It can be animalistic, rip your clothes off. But it's another way like I mentioned, one of the first purposes to be emotionally connected again. So makeup sex sort of goes hand in hand with, you know, feeling closer emotionally and physically with your partner. So, you know, makeup sex maybe serves the same purpose as getting reconnected. Maybe it's a sort of different type of purpose where you get reconnected again emotionally and physically with your partner, right? There is... How many people? Oh, my God, I love this. What did I I heard on uh, the radio? I don't know if it was a comedian or whatever last day. They talk about <laughs> the only fun people that are broke. Oh, my God, that's me. That are broke or have no poor people. The only fun they can do is have sex because they can't afford anything else. Um, oh, boy, that's me. Anyways, you know, maybe part of this is boredom. How many people... Their sexual expectations, ah, when we're bored, no matter if we're in mood for it, we're going to have sex because there's nothing else to do. TV's broken, cable, we don't have cable, can't afford it. Or, you know what? Yeah, we're bored watching TV. Yeah, you want to have sex? Sure, why not? <laughs> How enthused is that, maybe? But in rationale, right? When you're bored, sex can juice up the relationship, believe it or not. You know, so, you know, if you use it that the main purpose is to break the boredom, it can work. It can help reignite the relationship. But, you know, again, the sexual expectations we're talking about hit on, you know, do you do that? Oh, when we're bored, we're just going to have sex. Or is that something that you don't expect that you just do? right? I'm bored. You want to have sex? Sure. Why not? Nothing else to do. <laughs> Sounds really enlivening, really exciting, right? <laughs> you want to be on top? I don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yuck. Now, I never advocate for this other maybe sexual expectation subcategory being, you know, sexual purpose Dealing with sexual expectations is, what about the use of power and control, right? That you're going to control somebody sexually, you know, be it. Now, I'm not talking just a dom, submissive role, s and I'm. I'm not talking that aspect. I'm talking about your way of power, right? Maybe you have a stay-at-home stay wife, mother of your child, Maybe your husband, right? And you know what? Since I'm letting you stay home and buying you this and allowing you to stay at home, you know what? You're going to give me sex. If not, guess what? Get out of the house. Get a job. You know, 
people in these aspects um, are, you know, when they use sex as a power or as a weapon, those are not too pleasant. Um, Not at all. You know, and you look at the elements, you know, people that use sex as power and control, you know, do you really want that? Does that make you feel... Most people in these situations, it makes you feel cheap, used, uh, maybe belittled, maybe manipulated. So what else is going on out there? (laughs) And we're starting to get some chatters um, out there. So I want to hear some insights. You know, what are your sexual expectations out there. We talk about, you know, is it for love to feel connected emotionally, physically, you know, to feel those levels? Is your sexual purpose or expectations, is it just simply as an ego boost? Maybe it's a combination of all these, right? Is it, you know, your sexual, oh, we're just going to have fun, that's it. If we don't have fun, that's it, right? Um, And you look at the elements behind that, right? You know, do you use it, you know, I'm going to use sex as a reward to get what I want. And that's sort of, like I mentioned in the last one I talked about, about the purpose, you know, one, the purpose of sexual expectations behind it is the use of power and control. Maybe are you going to, right, a lot of guys out there, right, I'll do the dishes, I'll do the vacuum. You're going to give me sex? <laughs> that you're looking for it as a, a chew toy. Oh, wait, that's just wrong. You're using it as a, as a reward aspect that, you know what, I'm going to do this and my reward's going to be sex. Ooh, like a duck. <laughs> you know, like you're panting or whatever. Yeah, 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 I'll vacuum. I'll do the dishes. <laughs> you know? I'll watch the kids for a couple hours, right? Give me sex. Give me sex. That's my reward. Like you're a dog getting a treat, so to speak. Um, is that your purpose about sex? But... You know, is the reward for sex, like I said, control and power aspects is, you know, use uh, power and control, but that sort of goes hand in hand if you're only using it as a reward or punishment, right? Those situations, I think, are sort of sick and pathetic, but if you're happy in those situations, right, who am I to say it's wrong as long as it's, you know, healthy and you're both people are clued in. That's what I mean with sexual expectations. You need to be able to clue each other in. And you know what? What do you get from sex, right? Is it another one I mentioned, you know, re- reducing or relieving boredom, you know, making up because you're supposed to. Oh, my God, that's your purpose to have sex because I'm supposed to. It is my wifely, womanly, manly duty to go ahead and uh, to do it, right? I have to, no matter if I want to or not, because I'm supposed to. Yuck. <laughs> a lot of people might not like that situation. Some people might be, okay, that's okay. I can handle that. Um, not this guy, okay? Um, so we just covered regarding sexual expectations about the purpose behind sex. What is the purpose for you as not only as an individual, what's your purpose behind sex? What is the purpose in your relationship, marriage, right? What is it, number one, 
as an individual. Number two is what is it, the purpose of sex in your relationship, and can you talk to one another about it? How many people are afraid to? I can't. We just talk about sexual expectation. We just know. Uh, this runs into, uh, yeah, I did growl. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, runs into elements and situations regarding this that they're afraid to talk about expectations because I don't want to get shot down. I don't want my purpose for sex to be belittled, to be criticized, to be, you know, the power trip. Oh, are you horny again? Are you always horny? Is that all you talk about? You know what? Maybe not anymore it isn't peace. Maybe I need to be with someone that finds me attractive desire and maybe makes me feel close and attractive and boosts my ego. Is that your purpose? Okay. Um, I am going to take a little breather, first break of the evening. I need to drink caffeine so I can wake up a little bit. Everybody, thanks for listening. Oh, After the break, give me a call, 313-614-9498. Again, 313-614-9498. And I'm going to be back in a few minutes. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show. On the podcast, Detroit Network. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Daddy, who your daddy? Who your daddy? Living on the other, other side of the line 
mind Well, come on, baby Well, let's be funky I got the right time Come on Who's your daddy? Well, About a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ear So you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise With no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times That I've used to make it right A chance meeting In a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk Yeah. 
trick I know to send a message through the radio. Sweet. That was Skyway Traffic. Just another song you'll never hear before that was who's your daddy baby <laughs> by rev right time you can check them both out on youtube reverb nation and facebook and soundcloud too i believe uh, again skyway traffic and rev right time and this is the art of relationships radio show come to you live from downtown detroit city the city of resiliency on the comeback as well well we need some work with the public schools but there's a lot of good things going on but we need some work but anyways i love the d downtown detroit and i want to give a shout out to the midnight crew or is that the Midnight Crew Club, maybe? <laughs> um, listening to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. You give me a call live. I'd love to hear people's voices out there. Give me a call. 313-614-9498. You can join us on the live chat it's starting to fill up which is really really cool out there <clears throat> school so i appreciate everybody supporting the show joining on live chat and the callers i'd like to get more calls if they weren't so shy out there um let me say i got elda everybody's sleeping greg got five minutes do you i thought i only got one that's all i need is a minute Elda, five minutes, oh, <laughs> go big or go home. Hey, five minutes, you're a little bit expecting, a little bit too much, Elda. What do you think I am, man, a stud? No. <laughs> oh, anyways, no, I got a minute to spare. That's all I need. No. <laughs> uh, say, sucks to be you, but as long as I get mine, that's it. Talking about sexual expectations. Patience, the first part of the show. Oh, I want to give a shout out too. If you have not already purchased it, you can get my book, Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave. Paperback is available at Amazon.com. You can also get the paperback or I'm sorry, the ebook on Amazon, or you can, it'd be better, that way get more um, royalties. <laughs> get it right off my website, www.theartofrelationshipsradioshow. Okay, so we are talking sexual expectations, and we talked about purpose as a bit, and it seems like individuals on chat we already got going, so we'll go with this about frequent, you know, not only frequency, what about, we'll tie frequency with the, how many times a day during the week, a month, year, do you want to have sex? Would you like to have sex? I know Rhonda out there would like to have it, what, five times a day, I think I read on chat. No, <laughs> we're talking about not only frequency, but what about for how long, Right? I love quickies, right? Quick one minutes, as Elda would say on there in live chat, right? 
That's all I can handle is a minute. So maybe all my sexual experiences are one minute. No. <laughs> you look at everyone saying, oh, my God, he's freaking uh, relationship sex specialist. Oh, my God, one minute. <laughs> I'll uh, talk about, you know, time frames, you know. Yeah, I like uh, Brenda's aspect, too, you know. <laughs> five times. Yeah, I can give it to you five times, right? That'll be, I give you, a, that's my five minutes. I'll give you a. You know, give it to you five times, you know, once on Monday, once on Tuesday, <laughs> five days a week, and that's your five minutes you're going to get. Um, yeah, as much as I can get. You know, I'm with you. I'd like to, you know, Elda never really got into that time management, Elda. You're right. You mentioned about thinking about baseball. Everyone talked about this. This age-old saying, right? Think of uh, someone you're not attracted to. Think about your grandma. Think about mom when you're having sex. Gross, right? Think about baseball, basketball, something else to distract you for guys out there. Last longer. You know what? That's BS. You want to concentrate on you two. You want to more, you know, concentrate on you two. Why would you want to think about something else other than sharing that time with your partner, even if it's a one-night stand? Who cares, right? No. <laughs> Am I advocating those? No. But the elements of, you know, sexual expectations, we'll get into time frames as far, I'm sorry, as far as frequency, days of the week. But what about how long do you want sex to last? On average, um, you know, what is the average? You know, ladies. How often, and we talk about, you know, talking about sexual expectations that, you know, what are your, how long do you want to have sex, right? There's women out there, oh my God, I'm not, you know, it's not good sex unless I go for an hour. And I'm like, (laughs) you know what, go for an hour. I'm like, oh my God, no, I need more cardio, but... (laughs) Go for an hour. Yeah, I'll go until I come. <laughs> Random mention until I come. What? Once? Twice? Five? Ten times? Um, oh, we're going to get into that too about um, ladies, right? How many times about are your expectations that you come? Is it once and you're okay? Five? We're getting all over the place as usual. Going back to, I want to hear out there, ladies, give me a call, right? Um, give me a call out there, and I want to hear uh, 313-614-9498, or go on live chat. I want to hear from the ladies on live chat, you know, what is, do you have a time frame how long? And we talk about human sexuality, and this is not foreplay, doesn't include foreplay, right? Like I said, you know, Elda's out there. It talks about, yeah, I got a minute. Yeah, 30 seconds foreplay, and I last 30 seconds. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Till my legs can't hold anymore. Hold what? Your panties? Um. <laughs> hey, welcome to Mario. It's good not to be greedy. Hey. What's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> Anything more than that is a bonus. What are, you don't have to be good, just be there. Uh, oh, my God. We got people wide awake at the Midnight Crew. Um, again, another shout-out to the Midnight Crew. They're on point. 
Oh my God. Or it's a new teenage click term now. They're on fleet, which I don't get, but means on point. How many people out there you look at, you know, I want to hear how, what is your demand, ladies? What is your sexual expectations out there? You know, we already talked about purpose for love, connection. Is it fun? Is it because you're supposed to out of boredom? What are, yep, Midnight Club in the house. Demario, welcome. Um, talk about people on live chat. Sorry, like I said, unless you give me permission to use your name on the live chat or when you call, I'm not going to mention your name on the air because I respect your privacy um, very much, okay? Um, so unless you give me permission, the people's names you hear me mention are, you know, they gave me permission a while ago to use their names, okay? So we're going to go out, you know, how long, ladies, do you, do you have a timer? Okay, it's been five minutes. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> do you have, you know, what about, oh my God, what, I remember, what the heck game was it? You know, Bago or some word game, whatever, you had the hourglass with the sand in it, whatever. You know, when that runs out, okay, I'm good. So the guys are just paying attention to that hourglass. Oh my God. Oh, oh hurry up here. I only, <laughs> I only got a little ways to go, right? <laughs> pace yourself. Pace yourself. How long is sex? And we all know, you know, everybody, well, I think most people, I'm not going to say everybody, likes a quickie once in a while, right? And like I mentioned earlier, that's all I got is a quickie. So you look at, hey, Eckerd, yeah, I got your permit. Oh, thanks, Eckerd. I'll mention your name on the line as well. Part of the midnight crew. You look at, you know, the average sexual experience for a guy or how long a guy lasts. Let me say that. Let me rephrase that. How long a guy lasts before coming. This is without foreplay and all that stuff is two and a half to five minutes. That's on average of actual sexual intercourse. Would I do to last five, five and a half, or two and a half to five minutes is, like I said, I give it to her freaking five times a week. <laughs> oh, Drake. Oh, sorry, Drake. Eckert. I thought that was weird for a minute. <laughs> it's Drake. Hey, Drake, welcome. Um, again, back to the show. I said I always say Eckhart. <laughs> That's too short, Bob. No, <laughs> what? Five minutes is too short. I'm talking without foreplay. But by on you know research stats, the average sexual experience without foreplay that it got usually vaginal intercourse, whatever, nonstop, two and a half to five minutes. Okay, um, you know foreplay. You know if I last two and a half minutes then the total sexual experience for me that I give is three minutes. 30 seconds of foreplay, two and a half minutes, I'm good to go, right? My woman, she, lo you know, she would love it. Well, what, what woman, right? Please say out there, ladies out there, is that good enough? <laughs> you know, I want to hear from you, ladies. Get through all time frames out there. You know, everyone says till I'm done, until I come once, twice, three times, you know, some women are not multiple orgasmic, but you look at, you know, what is the length of time? Would you like, let's just throw it out there, not just vaginal sex, whatever. What about foreplay and the whole sexual 
event. Everybody, you know, if we are in a hurry, we want the animalistic, just rip your clothes off quickie. We all love those. But do you look at, oh, which one, Greg? Which woman? Hey, Elda, you're my, you're, you're my one, one, one minute woman. Oh my God, that's a tongue twister. One, one minute woman. <laughs> you look at, you look at the dynamics of, um, you know, what, how long would you last? And I, I know it's very subjective. It depends on moods, energy levels, um, enticeability, and also foreplay that throws into it. Rhonda, you mentioned, you know, it depends on how good it is. Now, Rhonda, so, okay, if I'm worked up enough, I can come that fast. Well, so can I, Rhonda. <laughs> I can beat you in a race. No. <laughs> That's just wrong. No guy should be in a race, right? And I always advocate, gentlemen, listening to the show out there, always have, right? Have your lady come first, right? I advocate that if it's manual, if it's with toy, if it's orally. Oh, I love that. Anyways, um, you know, get her off first. But what are your, you know... Do you ever look about, you know, what is good enough and what is your sexual expectation as far as how long the sexual experience on average? We all know we have different lengths, times, and all this stuff. But what is the average that you would like the sexual encounter? You know, is it 10 minutes, 15 minutes? I heard women, you know, most women don't want it longer than 20 minutes, a half an hour, I'm saying a lot of women, not all women out there, that, you know, because they get sore as Elda out there, she can only, you know, handle 30 seconds because her her arms, (laughs) her legs will get sore. And I have proof of that because she wrote it in chat, um, on chat that, you know what, only 30 seconds, that's all I can handle because my legs will give out. Um, (laughs) You boy. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Oh, well. You look at the dynamics involved about, you know, how long does it take? You know, you ever think about that? Maybe there's too much emphasis on how long it lasts. Um, How many people out there think that there is too much emphasis on how long it lasts? Now, I get that. It definitely can be too quick. I am an old lady. Elda, I didn't, not me, I didn't say that. I'm reading off of Elda on chat. You are an old lady. I give you that. Um, you know what? Can Elda, can you, uh, I bet you that minute, in that minute, you'd break a hip. You're so old. No, <laughs> that's cruel. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, but my philosophy, you know, is there too much emphasis on how long the sexual experience is how long the guy lasts does it you know i get yes ladies i know it definitely can be too short absolutely i'm a guy i agree that it can be too short they're not enough foreplay that's all part of it you know the sexual experience is foreplay maybe the emotional connection maybe having a little fun tickling a little bit a little teasing a little bit too so it depends on all those aspects well there'd be no dildo in my house i don't need to chal- 
the challenge Drake mentioned it. I agree. Yeah, break your hip first. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, baby. Don't tease me. No. <laughs> come here. Come here. I want to. Yeah. Break my hip. Break my hip. No. <laughs> oh, boy. And how? Yeah, the art of the relationship show. I need to disclose. <laughs> I need to disclose out there. The art of relationship in no way, essence, or form um relates my um in session counseling well sometimes it does i'm very down to earth very um blunt but also very caring very very compassionate and empathetic to help people out there but the radio show is a little more off the hook if you will (laughs) um the hell another fun way maybe to help people out there okay so you know when you discuss, you know what, I would like our, you know, foreplay. I would like it to last longer. I would like more foreplay. This is part of sexual expectations as well with the purpose behind it to be, you know, maybe how long you would like it. And yeah, we're all different. But on average, not only time frame, maybe you want more foreplay without signaling. Okay, sex has got to be 10 minutes. You know, it's got to be 5.375 minutes without putting an emphasis on the time frame, which I think a lot of people do. Sex should be about mutual, mutually satisfying one another. And I think the sexual expectation regarding, you know, how long it lasts is about mutual pleasure, about being both emotionally and physically satisfied. If the guy happens to come first, reach orgasm before the lady, guy, don't just stop. You better finish her off. And ladies out there, that damn well be better be on your sexual experience that you're enjoying, that you're able to get off. And I'm not talking, you know, outside medical conditions or, you know, desire problems, medical conditions, vaginismus, um, you know, some other ones out there, you know, with female porn disorder that, you know, you look at those aspects, (laughs) you know, what's that? Drake, you mentioned foreplay, don't that cost money? (laughs) That's extra money, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yo, boy, you know what? I wouldn't know. (laughs) I've heard, I've heard, Drake, that is, uh, <laughs> I, I agree, that might cost more money, damn it. You know what, I can only afford one minute of foreplay, baby. <laughs> that's just, that's wrong. It's funnier than hell, but that's wrong. Um, <laughs> as I'm laughing at it, ew. Um, but, you know, if you get off first, guys, um, you know, make sure you take care of your lady, right? Take care of the lady. Rhonda mentioned Drake wants to know if Drake is married after that comment. Yeah, he must be married. Foreplay don't that cost money. (laughs) You look at, yeah, foreplay is here's my paycheck. I paid the bills, baby. Now, (laughs) oh boy. Um, What a crew. Midnight Club! Yeah. Props to everybody listening. Thank you for listening again and all the support you get for the Art of Relationships radio show out there and all the support I get. Um, even, you know, a lot from the clients, uh, the book sees that total connection, you know, from clients and referrals I get. 
Um, I love the support. I'm very, very grateful, very humbled by that and flattered that, you know, I get a lot of word of mouth referrals too. So apparently I'm helping people out there and that's what the art of relationships is all about. That's what this show is all about and that's what my passion is, trying to help people get more connected and with the art of relationships radio show also to Hopefully laugh a little bit to help people out there. Again, the phone number, 313-614-9498. And I also want to give a shout-out to PodcastDetroit.com, Podcast Detroit family as well out there. So look up all the other shows besides mine. A lot of talent out there growing and growing big time, okay? So, how long does sexual experience last? That's going to be one thing. Not so much pay attention to the clock. Get away from that, okay? But the main thing is that you're satisfied, okay? Um, both partners are satisfied. You hear that, lady? It shouldn't be just about you, right? It's not ladies out there, you know what? You get off and you forget about us, guys. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. <laughs> That's just wrong, right? Maybe there should be a book that says he comes first. Wait a minute. They ain't a book. That's just how men are. <laughs> no, not at all. Guys out there on numerous shows, I always, always promote guys because most women can be multiple orgasmic. Make sure you get your lady off first, orally, manually. With fingers, if you don't know what that means. Or maybe a, a little joy toy, right? Um, Rhonda, here we go. Yep, Rhonda mentioned. Yes, man, if you finish first, work your women's clit. Don't make her finish herself off. <laughs> Rhonda, you must be feeling better from earlier today. No, <laughs> I agree. You know what? Guys, you better take care of your lady big time, Okay. That is so, so much about how long sexual experience lasts or an event. You look at, you know, that you're both pleased, you know, physically, emotionally, and all this stuff. Another expectation I hear a lot from women that, you know, they don't want to feel just like a piece of meat. You know what? Maybe the cuddling, uh, you know, caressing after you know, after sex, right? Part of, and I talk about this on another show, part of the sexual expectation should be included. It's called after play or after sex is, you know, the bonding. The expectation that you still, you don't break, once the sex is done, you don't break the emotional connection. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> you fall asleep. Yeah, it happens. Um, but you still, you caress, maybe talk to one another, and you will f make your lady feel more connected emotionally, not just like a piece of ass, okay? Unless that's what she wants, then that's okay. But you look at that. You know, I know you might have to clean up first, uh, you know, a towel, a uh, sex towel, so whatever it is. Um, you clean up, but come back and make sure you caress each other. The after play or after glow, after sex, whatever you want to call it. Make sure you spend time. And that should be part of every couple's sexual expectation. 
Got it, lady? So, ladies, don't just go to sleep on us, men. We want to be held. We want to be cuddled. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but make sure you do that, okay? That should be in every couple's sexual expectation, that there should be an after sex, right, or after play where you caress each other, soothe each other. Maybe, you know what, I love you. That was hot. You're beautiful. I love how you taste. Oh, God, baby. Oh, talk dirty to me. Anyways, (laughs) you know, it's a way to connect emotionally, not just us on you (laughs) Drake sounds like prison. You are married, aren't you, Drake? (laughs) He made that sounds like prison. (laughs) You look at (laughs) you look at the dynamic. Oh, Rhonda, Greg's got jokes. Oh my God, Rhonda, do I ever stop not having jokes? I don't know. When I'm with couples and. Depending on the subject matter, I don't have as many jokes. Well, I do. I just don't use them. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we talk about how long it lasts, okay? Oh, God, you had to go there, Rhonda, talking about moist. (laughs) Ooh, baby, come here. I want to make you moist. How many ladies out there would like that? Would you want that expectation that your guy goes out there and says, oh, baby, I want to make you moist as hell? (laughs) Yeah, we're talking <laughs> talking about that in human sexuality last few class periods, you know, verbiage and talking dirty and stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Slap happy time setting in. Okay, so remember, don't focus so much on maybe watching the clock or the hourglass sexual experience. You want to, the goal is, the expectation is that you're both pleased emotionally and physically. Yes. There are always times where maybe she just wants to give you oral sex and doesn't care about her. Well, Rhonda, I prefer wet to not moist. You know me. I'm just joking around. Even in uh, human sexual... I can't even talk. Human sexuality, you know, I joke around about moist. Ew. It's like, come here and bring that hard penis to me, big boy. It's just something's wrong with that. Just don't sound... Hot. <laughs> it's cute. Anyways, <laughs> look at okay. Now going back to how long it lasts. Again, put away the stopwatch. Put away the timer and all this. Concentrate more on the connection of you and that you both are enjoying the sexual experience. Right? That you both enjoy. You both are getting off. You're both pleased emotionally, physically. That should be. A huge expectation. Yeah, Drake, I agree. I preferred no T2. <laughs> Ouch! Not so hard. <laughs> okay. What about going on? The next up in line is the frequency. You know, we talked about how long sex should last and everything. You know, like I said, it's subjective. Put away the stopwatch, the timer, whatever. As long as you both are pleased, that is a big you know, that's important. That's the most important thing. Now, the frequency, how do you have expectations, right? Now, I joke around about this all the time, right? You know, uh, guys, you know what? Expectation, oh, my God, my lady, I can't wait. You know, I want to marry her. I'm in love with her. Oh, she gives me sex. I'm all, God, almost every day, a lot of, during the week, it's so great. And then we get married, and then, heh, she don't like sex no more, <laughs> 
It's like, oh, we're married now. What do you mean? Married people don't have sex as much. And you're like, what? Excuse me. You know what? You're dismissed. I'm getting an annulment on the grounds of fraud. <laughs> Anyways, um, Rhonda mentioned, yeah, morning, moon, and night. Oh, God. More expectations for us guys to live up to. Rhonda, man, that's not right. <laughs> All these expectations on us guys. God, you, you want us to last at least two minutes. You want us to give it to you morning, moon, and night. Man. It's like a holiday in my house, but then again, it's like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Oh, Dre. Oh, my God. Freaking hilarious. Drake, where's uh, part of the Midnight Club out there? Uh, where's Kathy at? Oh, my God, I'm laughing my ass off. It's like a holiday in my house, but get, but then again, it's like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Oh, boy. Hello, hello, hello. Is there an echo, echo down there, Drake? Oh, boy. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. <clears throat> I thought I had good jokes. Um, You're looking at the expectations about frequency, you know? Yeah, life change. Marriages, relationships, they evolve, of course, over time. And as people know, I know research society says, you know, as relationships go on, you need to expect the frequency, maybe the passion to dwindle, and you should be okay with that. And I say BS, you know, that's a bunch of crap. You, when that dies down, it's the fault of both of you maybe becoming lazy. And I get exhaustion when you have kids. It's tiring. It's a lot of work. You get tired. But if you don't keep the sex life alive, you know what? You, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to live as martyrs or the relationship, chances are you're going to be unhappy or it won't last. Um, and I'm not talking, you know, medical problems. I'm not talking about those. That's a different ball game in those situations. But frequency, do you have expectations of, um, you know, what, what are your expectations? Do you want sex once a day, twice a day? And I even, I taught, brought this up in human sexuality. One person, I think it was a woman, uh, Rhonda might have, Rhonda and Elda might have to refresh my memory. It said, Oh, I want it 15, 20 times a week. I'm like, oh, Are you single? No. <laughs> are you single and got a boyfriend? No. <laughs> and you're looking at, you know, the elements. Do you have, you know what? If we don't have sex five times a week, I'm grumpy, I'm miserable, I'm unhappy. You know what? And Talking about sexual expectations regarding frequency and all all these aspects, you know, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be woohoo fireworks all the time. You can have mediocre sex once in a while. I said once in a while, and it can still be okay. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's almost to be expected because you know moods, energy levels, and everything else. But you don't want mediocre sex. All the time, okay? But part of that, going with the sexual expectation of frequency, what happens? That's all Rhonda 15 times a week. Elda. No, actually, I thought that was somebody else. Um, She's not 
not listening to the show tonight, but I thought it was somebody else that mentioned 15 to 20 times a week. Yeah, I know, Rhonda. Rhonda, I think, wanted it 50 times a week. <laughs> every every guy's going to be hitting on Rhonda now. <laughs> you look at dynamic, you know, frequency. The big issue with frequency is when two people, their expectations are at total polar opposites, okay? They're at polar opposites to where, you know, one person wants it once a week, once every other week, and the other person wants it, you know, four or five times a week. And you know what? You're going to run into problems. Yeah, I know. Elda, I know who it was. I just didn't want to say her name um, on the air without her permission, Actually, I think she's at a political event. Gross. She should be listening to the show tonight, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was her, too, Elda, that mentioned 20 times a week. And I, that, I think that's when I, that's, when I, that's when I asked her about um, if she was single. <laughs> you know, oh, she's single. Um, you look at... The yeah, Rhonda, you're right. That's right. You got you and Elder got it right, but I'm not mentioning her name. Anyways, um, yeah, if she's single, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> you, <laughs> Elder, I, I'm not even gonna read it. She's got some big boobies. <laughs> God, Elder's drinking tonight. Are you drunk again, Elder? Anyways, let's get back on frequency. Right, if you have one person that wants it. Once a week, once every other week, once um, Greg be, be getting there. Ah, I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, you look at the dynamics. If one person wants it once a week or once every other week, oh, I'm okay with that. And you have a partner, man, woman, like I said, there's women out there that want it every day and other guys don't. Um, look at the situation to where... You know what? Uh, I want it five times a week, four times a week, or 20 times a week like Rhonda and Elda. Well, Elda doesn't want it. She's one of those that wants it. Eh, whatever. (laughs) I'm teasing. You look at, you know, if there is a huge discrepancy with sexual expectations in any area, they are going to cause problems. Maybe if it's just purpose. You know what? I just want to have fun with sex. And your partner wants to feel emotionally connected, you know, in the love, sensual sex, too, to feel loving. You know what? And you're not into that. There are going to be issues, right? The same thing with frequency, sexual expectations. They're going to cause problems. One person is going to settle or yeah, they're going to feel like they're subtle. And I hear this left and right all the time. Greg, sex isn't everything in a relationship. And the people um, the people that I hear this from are usually the people with the low sexual desire. I, I, I shouldn't laugh, but usually sex is not the most important thing or the only thing in a relationship, Greg. I know that. Duh. I get that. But people that usually say that are the ones that could care less about sex. It's not that important to them. That's fine. Then you, those people with sexual expectations regarding frequencies that 
are infrequent, whatever that means to you, again, it's subjective. It's defined by you as an individual and as a couple. You need to find someone that has the same sexual expectations in most areas. And if it doesn't happen, there are going to be problems, and you're going to feel like you're selling yourself out. Rhonda, I agree. Sex is a huge part of the relationship, um, and you heard me in class and stuff say this in other classes, you know, say this, that, um, you know, it's the difference between being friends and living as roommates and being romantic partners and being, it's a sex, it's the chemistry, the physical aspects, okay? So frequency expectations, you know, the objective of tonight's show, sexual expectations, is, you know, trying to get you to talk about them even before you you maybe get serious in a relationship. What happens, and we all know, one person, they might lie. They might be afraid to tell the truth because, oh, my God, you might not want me. That's called immaturity or lack of confidence, lack of self-esteem that you try to lie to somebody and mislead somebody, okay, regarding those aspects. And sexual expectations are definitely not to be left out in that category. Okay, so, you know, what do you do? You know, I was saying the opposite of what the other person told you. Oh, yeah, I agree. You look at the dynamic of, um, you know, what about exploration? Ooh, what are your sexual expectations? You know what? My sexual expectations is we're going to experiment with a bunch of stuff. We're going to get flogging out there. We're going to get, the, you know, the whips, the chains, the handcuffs, right? We're going to get the peacock feather and tickle the shit out of you. <laughs> um, you know what? We're going to experiment with anal sex. We're going to experiment with group sex. We're going to bring in a threesome. All these expectations are part of exploration and experimentation. That I'm not saying, okay, I want to make it very, very clear, people. These are examples. I am not promoting them, right? But if you are okay with them in your relationship, then so be it. Don't let others judge you or anybody else, right? I'm not saying I encourage or promote it. I'm just saying, giving you examples of experimentation, maybe things you want. And if one person doesn't, you know, they want to experiment, be wild, they want to try being swingers, being an open marriage, bisexuality, or you know, bringing a third and bring, you know, having a polytriad, they want to experiment all this stuff. And your partner is totally unwilling to do that. You will have problems. And if it's not that big of a deal with you about experimenting those elements, things will be okay. But if you feel like you're settling, you're going to be a martyr, you're going to be carry a lot of resentment towards your partner in a relationship, and you're going to maybe have regrets and think, man, what did I do? Or, you know, what happens when those elements, they, one person changes their mind. We talked about this. We were looking about doing, I changed my mind. You know, it could be, you know, experimenting, whatever. It could be experimenting oral sex, 69, experimenting instead of having sex on the couch. We're going to do it on the counter um, kitchen table, washer, dryer, t- 
toaster. Oh, wait, not toaster. I don't want your ass to be burnt. No. <laughs> oh, I'm teasing about God, toaster. That would hurt, wouldn't it? Even if it wasn't on. Um, the porch swing out in the front yard, backyard. You know what? You want to see how many mosquito bites in your ass you get at night. <laughs> you want to experiment. You know, whatever. Um, but you need to be on maybe the same page. Maybe not, again, not ideal. Identically the same page, but very similar pages uh, with sexual expectations. You want to bring them out. You want to be clear about what yours are. And, you know, hopefully your partner is going to be open and honest with you as well. Uh, We all know people out there that talk about, yeah, oh, my God, I love sex. I want it every day, and I'd like to love it twice a day. Then you get in a relationship with that person. Again, I said that person. This goes for a man or woman because I've dealt with both. So it's not always on those spectrums out there. It's not always gender-aligned stereotypes, not at all. You look at, um, you know, and if they flip the script and sort of mislead you, you know what? And they're wondering why you're not happy, why you want to break up or divorce. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. They need to wake up and get it too. Well, you lied to me, but I'm all about you know, finding out if it flips the script, especially in a dramatic fashion, you know, I want you to look at what did I do to cause those problems? What did I do to turn you off, piss you off? Maybe not find, you know, what am I doing to turn you off emotionally, physically even, um, you know, to look at that. But that's, you know, I talked about that at a previous show a long time ago. We're talking, Drake, can I talk to your wife? Absolutely. But what are you doing, Drake, not to maybe emotionally cause her to mostly disconnect, physically connect? Do you wear deodorant, shower, uh, brush your teeth? No. <laughs> what do you do? Maybe you need to stop pissing her off. Maybe you need to look at, you know, ask her what's going on. Um, Demario, you mentioned uh, sex is important, but not everything in a relationship. But having good sex will strengthen the bonds that be. Everyone, have a good, safe night. Demario, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening again, Demario. Hopefully, uh, you got those flowers and there were no uh, issues with it. Too risky. Sound like I might lose my toys. <laughs> Uh-oh, Drake. Um yeah, Demir, I agree. Sex is important. It's not everything. No, it isn't. But it is uh, very important. I think a great sex life, Demira, very wise man. You look at, I agree, having good sex definitely can strengthen the bond in a relationship. It just makes everything flow better. Um, like I said, kicks up the endorphins, the dopamine levels, and it just it makes you feel more lighter, more connected when you are, you know, having good sex with somebody. But again, Tamara, and I think you were getting on this with what you said, it's not everything. You know, there's couples out there, chemistry, man, they have great sex, but oh my God, after they're done having sex, no matter what, they are always, um, they're fighting, arguing, can't get along, can't freaking agree on nothing, but sexually they're great. But other than that, it's like, man, it's a nightmare. 
Um, Trey, yeah, thank you. I do have a happy married life. Drake, your wife must be listening now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome, Drake. I, you know what? I love hearing people that um, are happy. You know, they're happily married, happy in relationships, and they're happy. I love it. And I love hearing, uh, you know, gentlemen say this too. And there's a lot of guys out there. You know what? I'm happy. I'm not, it's not just a guy complaining boo hoo and in a miserable life. No, there's a lot of guys that are happily married out there. Rhonda, I know you miss that. Um, do I miss that? Yeah, I want that. I want that forever, not just a weekend type thing. Okay, other sexual expectations I want to hit on are, you know, part of, I talk about, you know, experimentation are also, do you have boundaries? What are your expectations for sexual boundaries, right? We are definitely, anal sex is definitely out. We are not going to cheat. We, you know, or maybe we're going to have a threesome once a week, once a month. You know, we're going to bring, you know, all these boundaries, even people in the lifestyle or swingers have established boundaries. Those are huge boundaries or rules regarding your sex life, right? Maybe some issues that have been traumatized, that have been, you know, sad. This is where I don't joke around a ball. You know, they've been maybe sexually abused or, you know, um, been raped and they have issues with maybe being tied up or whatever those aspects. So you need to respect those. And what would it take to maybe work through those issues? Not force them, but be understanding and be patient and work through those aspects. As far you know, boundaries would be. You know what? I'm not going to tie you up. I'm not going to whatever, without your permission. And Rhonda's out there, that sort of ruins the point, right? <laughs> no, that's not even funny. No, but you need to, especially when there's, you know, your partner's been traumatized or, you know, rape, sexual abuse. You need to understand maybe why the, what do I want to say? You know, why those are boundaries are in place, a sense of safety. Those are huge. Even like I mentioned, you know, Drake, <laughs> I kid, I joke around a lot too, Drake, you know, because I love, no, that's cool, Drake. No, I love joking around. It's huge. And Rhonda knows I'm a smart ass. Elda, people listening to the show for a long time knows I'm a smart ass and I love joking around. Um, but I'm also, you know, very sincere and compassionate. I guess when I'm forced to be mature. So that's when talking about or dealing with situations, you know, like, you know, rape and sexual abuse. And, you know, I don't joke about that. And people going through heartaches and, um, you know, a lot of pain trying to fix their relationships or marriages or eh, fix it, heal it, get stronger. I like that better. And they're, you know, it's not easy watching people cry in my office because of pain and during the aftermaths of a divorce, an affair, or maybe not feeling unloved. It sucks. Um, So, you know, this element tonight, you know, sexual expectations and boundaries, they need to be explicit. They need not implied. They need to be explicit as far as very clear, as far, you know what, I expect, you know, the boundaries. We're not going to cheat. You're not going to be overly flirtatious. Oh, shit. That takes care of me, right? <laughs> Am I a big flirt? Eh. Eh. 
I'm late, but thanks for the comment, Rhonda. Yeah, Demiro, yeah, you take care, Demiro. Have a great night. You be safe out there, okay? Um, you look, oh, thanks, Rhonda. You're going to make me blush. Yes, Greg's not got a, got a great sense of humor. I don't know, maybe too much of a smart, but he's very caring. Yes, Rhonda, thank you for the props. Yes, I am. Um, now, if I was rich and six foot tall, damn, I'd be going on. No. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm up for smiling helping. Trust me. Someone in the shore shoes must think they're someone who could love. Oh, I miss that. Anyways, um, must be in their shoes. Must think there's someone out there who'd be able to love them and support them. Yeah, you got to be able to work through those issues and be patient, especially with you know the boundaries. And look at those. I'd be behind your door, Elda. Where are you at? I got a minute, <laughs> Elda. Where are you at? <laughs> you're behind my door. No, you're not. Damn it! Don't tease. No. <laughs> Uh, I got a minute, maybe 30 seconds. Now it's late. <laughs> but, you know, boundaries regarding sexual expectation, they're huge. They're important. You know what? Maybe, you know, part of boundaries is, you know, also what you like, what you don't like. And part of that sexual expectations is also being very clear and explicit. Maybe what you're not willing to do, what you're not willing to try. Me, I, I'm... Uh, um, what do I want to say? I got, you know, what I do for a living, you know, uh, relationship sexual specialist. I work with all kind of couples and cool stories, and I'm flattered they invite me into their lives, you know, to help them out, swingers, bisexual couples, open marriages, poly doesn't matter. I'm not, that's not me. I'm not into that. But that doesn't mean I can't help them. That's my own personal preference. I'm more one-on-one. That's me, right? Call me boring. Call me lame. <laughs> but, you know, I'm one-on-one. Um, that's me. You know what? Um, now, exploring in a one-on-one relationship, woohoo! Yeah, baby. But you got to have boundaries in any relationship. And, you know, they have to be explicit. They have to be very clear, and they have to be set and agreed upon. Not that someone, you know, you have a partner, yeah, 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 thinking, okay, I agree, I agree. Oh, they're going to change their mind later. How many people get in that situation that their expectations are, um, you know what? How, what are those expectations? You know, they're thinking, oh, the other person, I'm going to get them to switch. You know what? They don't want to try this, but I'm going to talk them into it. You're going to be sadly mistaken. That means your own expectations are going to be shot right out of the water. They're going to be, you're going to be crushed and you're going to be pissed because you're thinking, right? Oh, my partner's going to change. I'll get him to do this, try this, expand, whatever. Or maybe loosen up the boundaries, whatever. Are, you know what? And if that doesn't happen, that's on you. Because your expectations were that that person was clear, they clued you in, they told you, your expectation was they were going to change, and they didn't. All of a sudden, you're pissed, bitter, resentful. That's on you, man, for, you know, sort of having mislabeled, misidentified boundaries um, and expectations regarding that aspect, okay? Um, Drake, I agree. Family and friends can be cruel. Yes, 
wherever that came from. Um, so you look at, you know, yeah, you know, with boundaries, rules. Some people are living with relatives because of money issues. Um, and you have, maybe you're not going to, that can kill a sex life too if you allow it. And that can be very, very difficult to do. But talk about, talk about sexual expectations with your partner. What are they? Some people are afraid to talk about because, oh my God, they might think I'm a prude. They might think, oh my God, I'm a freak. I'm a slut, whatever it is. So I need, uh, I'm not going to talk about my expectations. Um, again, you know, there's more, but the main sexual expectations, according to Greg, yeah, me, Detroit's love guru, right? Are the purpose behind sex. You know, what does sex do for you? What do you get out of it? Everyone's going to say, oh, Doug Greg, an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, it's more than that. Remember? Talked about emotional connection, physical connection. Is it just about because I'm supposed to, your duty? That is unhealthy and sick. Um, is it to break boredom? Is it part of ego boost, okay? Um, some people can be brought down with one chosen mate. You know what, Drake? Oh, hell yeah. I agree, big time. They can be brought down. It can be devastating. In belittling, criticizing aspects, okay? Um, so you have the purpose, sexual expectations, right? The other one, of course, which is the most common, is the frequency, right? How often are we doing it? I love to feel close to you, and I get that from sex. It's not just physical. It's emotional. If your partner just feels like a piece of meat, and that's what they expect from sex that they get from you, they're going to be turned off. So you need to be able to get like this um, and look at, you know what? If you're just into fun, playful, you know, getting off type of thing, it's just a physical pleasure, and your partner wants more emotional connection, your partner is not going to be that sexually turned on often. You need to work on that. And that's not, oh, my expectations, they're different. But it's about trying to meet each other's expectations and being there and being a team with those aspects. So frequency, expectations. Maybe how long... Maybe again, when I caught the ball, when I talk about, oh boy, talk about babbling, my apologies, people. You know, how long the sexual event or episode is, forget about the damn stopwatch, um, timers, hourglass, whatever you use. Oh wow, we made it this long. Forget about that. Center on pleasing each other orally, manually. Work on, you know, foreplay. Um, sensual caressing, not just the actual intercourse, um, sex aspects, okay? Or you can, you know, change positions and stuff too. That can help prolong uh, the guy from blowing it too quick or, you know, can help him last longer and increase that. Also, part of frequency and how long um, sex should be is about, you know, like I mentioned, after glow or after sex or after play, I call it, is, you know, make sure you touch, caress, even kiss after sex, that you still maintain that connection. Even, you know, you clean up. Ladies, you need to go ahead and, yeah, clean up, pee and all that. But come back, make sure you're clear. We don't want bladder infections and all that. So make sure you pee after sex. Yes, you should be doing that. 
Um, but you look at, you know, come back and, guys, make sure you caress and you hold and you talk, you know, openly. Vulnerability is huge after sex and play. That should be a sexual expectation, too. Sexual expectation as far as exploration, experimentation, maybe position, styles, where you're going to have sex, when you're going to have sex, with who you're going to have sex. Like I said, it's not a right or wrong. People, there's such a full world of sexual diversity out there. Because you don't do it doesn't mean it's wrong, right? I only say it's wrong if it is totally against one's values or beliefs or it hurts somebody or hurts yourself. That needs to stop. Another one, before I sign off, the last one we just talked about were about sexual boundaries. And this goes with do's, don'ts, um, you know, those elements, you know, we're not going to cheat. It's just going to be one-on-one relationship or it's going to be maybe you're going to swing. Maybe you're going to be a threesome, polytriad, open relationship. Those are all boundaries that you need to discuss and talk about and hopefully be on the same page. And if you are totally on two different opposites of those sexual spectrums, on any of the sexual spectrums, I'm going to tell you, you might not have problems now, but down the road, you will. I can almost guarantee that, okay? Um, This has been... The Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast Detroit Network or part of it. (laughs) Um, So make sure to pay attention to those. Hook me up, you know, look me up. And you can hook me up, email me, uh, anything, private message me on Facebook, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, Facebook. And website, www.theartofrelationships.org. And you can have links. My book for sale, $3 off for C's at Total Connection. Achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. Paperback is available on Amazon. And you can also get the ebook version on my website. There's a link there too. Actually, there's a link to both of them ebook or paperback version, okay? Uh, Rhonda, Elda, Drake, Demario. Who am I missing? I know I'm missing some other people that were in the live chat. I apologize for missing those. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, this is Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And I am Detroit's love guru. Everybody have a good night. Peace out, everybody. Take care. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast Detroit Network. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dzinski's also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. 
Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.